from UW Tacoma. This is Pod Defiance. Welcome to Pod Defiance, where we don't lecture, but we do educate. I'm Eric Wilson Edge. Today on the podcast, sustainability. This mini episode is part of a much longer episode we plan on airing during Earth Week in April. We asked faculty, students, and staff at all three University of Washington campuses to answer some questions related to sustainability. First, we asked folks to give their definition of sustainability. Next, we wanted to find out how the pandemic impacted their ability to be sustainable. And finally, in what ways are they practicing sustainability in their day-to-day lives? We'll hear everyone's responses in full during our Earth Week podcast, in which we explore sustainability and the challenges of being sustainable during a pandemic. Here then is Lauren Rowe, Julie Ira, Monty Amer, Genesis Gonzalez, and Hannah Coach. Sustainability to me is the intelligent and thoughtful usage of natural resources um, that enable the resources to be available without excess depletion for future usage. Um, to me, over the years, it has also expanded to include the health and well-being of the communities that are making, farming, producing these resources for our consumption. To me, it's not very sustainable if it still includes unfair wages, unsafe working conditions, or child labor. I think the pandemic forced me to take a step back from my usual busy life and take a break. I was so used to functioning in a fast-paced environment that when everything shut down, it was definitely a shock. All of a sudden, I had a lot of time on my hands, and so I learned to invest that free time into new hobbies. I ended up starting my own garden at home, and gardening was both a learning experience and a leisure activity. It was definitely a great way to get some time outdoors after being on Zoom all day, and it allowed me to become more in touch with the food I ate. The process of spending time growing and caring for your food helped me appreciate what I ate and the work that went into growing it. And so it was a gateway to learning more about sustainable agriculture. I try to, in a sense, boycott companies that do not have a real legit sustainability concept. It's pretty easy for me to tell um, what companies are using uh, sustainability as a marketing tactic. And so in that sense, I do boycott certain companies that don't have a legit sustainability concept because it does not make sense for our future or our present to be like making goods that we don't necessarily even need um, that are wasting energy and they're wasting our resources. I think for me and for a lot of people at my age, like we have more of a connection to the animals and the non-human creatures that exist. You know, you can see it as like, Yes, these aren't humans and they aren't being productive and they don't make money for us. But there is a true value to the ecological system, both, you know, just the actual like forest, the ocean, but also the animals and whatever inhabitants that are there. Like there is value to them despite the fact that they are non-human. And I guess for me and I think a lot of other people, things don't have to necessarily affect us personally. For us to be in tune. 
The optimism I cultivate is around the vitality and the adaptability of the human spirit and the goodness of the human spirit, all things said and done. Um, and I think focusing on our social capital, our relationships, and our relationship to the resources around us is really the key. So not to say that consumption and waste are not huge issues. They absolutely are. But in the current circumstances, um, yeah, I certainly couldn't cultivate much optimism about sustainability and my role in, you know, environmental sustainability if I were solely focused on my plastic consumption and, you know, my ability to recycle any of it. So um, I do the best I can, but that's certainly, it's certainly an ongoing challenge. And it was before COVID, but it's certainly hard to keep your spirits up um, given the current circumstance. And I think that's why it's important to encourage um, those relationships and um, that access to one another, you know, um, just checking in and making sure that people have what they need. Um, and, and once we have those bonds and we know what's important, I think, again, it'll be really not easier, but more attainable, at least more imaginable, more a tactile sense of grasp on the fact that we can make big changes. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Oh, 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 oh,